Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Minkares, and this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing youthful imagination. Does a youthful imagination add elasticity to your thoughts? Absolutely. I'll um, explain logically and rationally how you know that's to be reality. First and foremost, before I start, can everybody hear me? I want to make sure everybody can hear me good. Make sure I'm coming in clear. I want to apologize for the uh, 30-minute delay. I was uh, busy doing something, getting stuff together, and uh, that had me a little technical difficulty. I set it by 10 o'clock by mistake, you know, and the show had started going, so I had to reset it again for 10.30. So, all right, can everybody hear me? Before I go on, all right, do you know the very reason why you all are able to hear intellect and receive intellect on the level you receive it on and really, um, you know, take it in and are able to extend yourself with it is because you have a mental, uh, that mental elasticity. You have a youthful imagination. You have to have a youthful imagination to open your mind to and listen to things that are not in the current, you know, frame of this uh, existence. Because most of the older people have pretty much said to themselves, you see, not just the older people. And I'm not going to just say the older people, the younger people, too, who have an old frame of mind. They pretty much have set their mind to thinking a certain way. They've been programmed by the beast with that old program. You're born, you, you work, you live, or you exist, whatever. You go through these trivial things and you die. And nothing much else going to happen, you know, nothing uh, out of the ordinary, nothing fantastic, nothing supreme will happen in their lives. They pretty much accepted that. They pretty much accepted that there's nothing new under the sun. You know, they pretty much accepted that uh, idea, that there's nothing new under the sun. Nor, much less are they looking for anything new to come from beyond the sun or through the sun and being projected to the sun. So they pretty much, their mind is set in the current society, the modern society, the beast, and what he set up. Basically, this matrix. You know, their mind is set in this circular matrix. And they don't think that there's anything beyond this that is real life beyond this extended life so in order for you to see that in order for you to even have the mind open and receive that transmission receive that reality you have to have a youthful mind you have to have a youthful imagination you have because children if you notice this children you know when they're at their purest uh imagery they don't really have any limitations. They think they could fly. They think they could jump off stuff. They think they could do this. They think they could do that, right? You ask a child what they want to do, they all over the place. They're telling you all kinds of, you know, fantastic and outrageous things. You're like, damn, they really can't do all that. But their mind tells them that they can because they have that excitement and that energy, you see. So it adds that elasticity to their thoughts. They haven't become old and adulterated yet and lived in a world, or should I say, existed in a society and a system that tells them you're black people, you can't do this, you're limited to that, you got to be here, you can't do this, you can't, you shouldn't be thinking about this. See, that's the world that people in this society, especially black people, get fixed into their minds. So they don't see anything 
future coming. That's why I hear people, you know, a lot of these so-called black people, when they hear the uh, Republican mentalist, right, mentalist and all this other stuff, and um, and all they hear, oh, this is another black organization. They're going to be trying to come together, but it ain't going to do nothing because the white man is still in charge, and that's just how it is. You see, that's not future. That's not the future society. You don't build future societies with people like that. You see, because they have an old, decrepit, dying imagination. They have really no imagery at all. So if you don't have that imagery, then you can't see into the future. If you don't have imagination, you can't see into the future. See, they want you to think that imagination is something that is uh, fantasy. That's not real. You know, use your imagination. In other words, you know, uh, uh, just go into a fantasy world. And, you know, see it that way. That's not what imagination is. Not at all. That's a lie that the beast tells you about imagination. He makes you think it's just something that you have. It's a fantasy part of your mind where you just make up things. That's not what imagination is. You see? Because if imagination wasn't it wasn't real and it was fantasy, then why is the beast talking about capturing your imagination? Why you How do you capture something that's not real? How do you capture something that's not real? He's always talking about capturing your imagination. How do you capture something that's not real? You see, what that imagination really is, is images of the future that are constantly trying to make their way to you. That's what imagination is. Those images that play out in your head, the future things you may see or may not see based on the elasticity of your thoughts. Again, this is a youthful thing. And it don't matter how old you are, because again, youthful imagination has nothing to do with age, you see, not at all, I've always had a youthful imagination, I'm 50 years old, and I still got a youthful imagination, I still got the imagination of a, of a you know, just used as a, as a, as a young man, as a, really as a young boy, I like playing with, you know, toy cars and trains and things like that, I like certain toys and things like that, games and things I like to still do, things that, you know, put me in mindset of my youth, you know, where, you know, because, you know, when people used to tell me, you know, you always look like you in your own world, I literally was in my own world. I was thinking about the future. That was my own world. My own world was the future. And I didn't have any limitations on my accomplishments. You follow what I'm saying? No matter what was going on around me, whatever limitations I ran into or the world that I came into, well, I'm told I'm black, I'm African-American, I'm a Negro, you can't do this, you can't have this, you can't live here, you can't, you can't think this way, y'all, you shouldn't be thinking that way, and not just from so-called white people that tell you that, black people tell you that, that's the biggest ones who brainwash you and try to take away your youthful imagination and make you old and adulterated in your thoughts, stiffen your thoughts as black people, you see. That's really what people want to do. They want you to be stiff and in your limited way of thinking as black people. You see, they'll tell you, oh, yo, you know, you need to be realistic in, you know, what you're saying. I mean, you know, I see Newbin, he doing his thing with his organization and everything, his community and everything. You know, the Negroes, but, you know, uh, if the white man don't like it, the reality is the white man don't like it. Ain't going to be no organization if the white man don't like it. Uh, yeah, he he talking about some almond, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard this before with these black organizations. The problem with this is this is not a black organization. That's the problem with the, with, with people saying this is not a black organization. You see, see, black organizations set limitations to their accomplishments. I've noticed that. 
black organizations set limitations to their accomplishments. You see, and this is why nothing ever gets accomplished. They don't raise their people as supreme people. They raise their people as black people. They don't see when you raise your people as bright people who have a mindset of youthful and extended memory and mindset and focus, you know, where people ain't sitting around here and being defeatist and sitting around, oh, this ain't going to work. We can't do this. We can't come. We can't come together. You know, we can't do Those are the people who we don't want. Those are the people with those old adulterated mindsets. Those are those old niggas. That's them old niggas, you see. You always got these old niggas hanging around waiting to see things fall down, don't want to see things progress, don't want to see our people evolve, because in their mind, the white man's going to always be in charge. That's really what these niggas think. That's really what they believe. Excuse me, I don't want to say think. That's what they believe. You see, they don't have a youthful imagination. You see, they don't have that. They don't see a world without the beast. They don't see a world where our people are going to reign supreme. They don't see that. Well, we do, and it took a youthful imagination to see that. That's why, if you notice, I always make reference to a lot of, um, you know, Superman movies and superhero movies. You know, though those things are, and I, you know, make reference to things in movies, though those things are meant to be for so-called entertainment, they are very much being passed off as messages. You see, messages are things that come. I bear witness that the beast is used you know, oftentimes to bring messages forward. He might not even be aware of that, but he's used to bring messages forward, you see. And those messages are used to capture that youthful imagination in us. That's what the messages are used for. Like you'll see somebody, they'll go to a Superman movie and they'll look at all the flying and the fighting, but they miss the messages that's in the movie. You see, when you have a youthful imagination, you can see that that can be likened unto our people. You see, you, your your imagination and images stretch beyond the limitations that man tried to put your imagination at or the images at. See, because they were able, see, the, the whole, even the whole idea, the whole idea of black people, as you see black people now, you do know black people are based on the youthful and clownish imagination of white people, right? You do know that the image of black people now that you see, Lil Wayne, uh, Young This, Young That, you know, uh, Lil Kim and all, all those images, all those clownish, whorish, stupid images that you see of black people today are the imagination of a bunch of white people. They're wild and crazy imagination about what they call so-called black people. If you look at it, Look at a lot of those movies. Like I'm gonna give you a good example of that. If you look at a lot of those um, books and movies and things like that, where the beast is portraying quote unquote so-called black people in blackface and looking all crazy, with their eyes bucked out of their head and looking all that. That's some white person wrote that. So basically, they took their childish. I'll just say they're childish. I mean, I'm gonna say it's youthful. It's childish and simple-minded imagination about who we were, and they put it on film. And now, look, they're making it a reality. It's becoming a reality, that clownish, simple-minded uh, 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 image they put up of so-called black people is now becoming a reality in black people's heads because that's all the beast does. He puts out an image of black people as clowns and buffoons and mammies and bed wenches and buck-dancing coons and emasculated males, and he puts it out there. He produces it, and next thing you know, y'all acting like it. So don't tell me about the power 
or what's not the power of imagination, the power of imagination. Imagination is just images you cast forward. That's all. Imagination is images you cast forward. You see? That's their vision of the so-called black people. That's their vision, and they and they and every time you see black people acting like that now, now y'all have officially become black people, and you act like the characters. Black, they act like the characters, the minstrel show coon characters you see on TV. Black people are acting like that now. So-called black people are acting like a bunch of minstrel show coons. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. All these images you see that they're constantly telling so-called black people to put on and, you know, act like in society, that's part of their childish imagination. See, because that's what the beast, beast has. He has a childish imagination, a silly imagination. You see, he has a childish imagination. You see, a silly imagination. And a lot of you adopt that childish imagination from him to that silly, stupid, giggling, acting dumb imagination from him. Difference between having a youthful imagination and a, a youthful imagination and a childish one. A youthful one is one that is, you know, rich and fertile with thought, that's open-minded to extended things, yet can still see the fantasy and the lies and things. That's why when I present intellect to everybody, like I said. You had to have that youthful mind be open to even receive it. Because these old people, these older people, I should say, or these old-minded people, again, you could be in your 20s, your teens, your 30s, 40s, and have an old mind. Because it takes a youthful mind to see this. It takes a youthful mind to see this. Why? Because we're meeting our ascendants where they are in a youthful state. Our ascendants have a youthful mind. They don't have none of these, oh, we can't do it, you know, we got limitations mind, because the limitations are usually things that are set by people who are old. Old people set limitations. Oh, I can't work out. I'm too old. I can't exercise. I, you know, I'm setting my ways. Ain't that, that's, that's the old mind. That's the people, like I said, who have adopted an old person's mind or old, old elderly mind. You see, those are the people who have adopted that. The ones who have the youthful mind, like I said, you could tell the difference. You could look at a person who has a youthful mind. And you could also tell in the, how people keep themselves. You could look at a person who's in, his, you know, who's in his 50s or his 60s and whatnot, 70s, and you could see them, you know, taking care of themselves. They got themselves together and whatnot, and, you know, and they and they always thinking about the tomorrow and what's going to be tomorrow, this, that, and the third. And, you know, they just got a lot of energy and youth in them. Those type of people... They they pass away when they feel like passing away. They like oh, I ain't got nothing else to do. My book guy. They be old people and they pass away and they sleep. They tired or whatever. They live and they pass away. See, because those people have purpose in their life. When you have a youthful mind, you always have purpose. You can always think of things to do. See, when you got an old mind, you sitting around here, you don't know what to do. You don't have no active imagination. You sitting around here, oh, I'm going to make money, I'm going to do this. But see, when you got a youthful mind, you got an active imagination. You always can figure out ways to make money. You can figure out ways to, you know, make yourself better, you know, sharpen your thoughts. You have multiple interests, you know, that's about the betterment of your mind, the extension of your mind. See, that's what that is. That's what this community is. That's what intellect is. You have a healthy Mind, a healthy and youthful mind is open for higher reception. See, again, a lot of these older people, their mind ain't set for that. 
That's why I said a lot of these people that came into into the Republican mental like, like I said, they the ones who faded the black, they didn't have that youthful imagination. They had that old black mentality. See, because that black mentality that a lot of so called black people still have is that old nigga mentality. Well, you know, they don't. They just basically exist in like roaches. You know, you you can feel that energy coming off of black people. They just exist in. They eating anything. Yeah, you could tell whether a person got a youthful mind based on what they eat. You see, we was out in the um, park, and I see a lot of these kids. You know, I say I'm calling them kids because that's what they look like, raised by black parents. You know, that kids out there playing sports, they all overweight. Right, the young boys, like I said, they 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 playing football and whatnot. The young kids out there, some of these kids are overweight, looking like they're getting breasts and whatnot. Because you could tell whoever their mother is, they ain't cooking them no food. Whatever food they eating got so, full of soy, probably in the damn Chinese restaurant with the soy sauce cooking in soy oil and things like that. Because these nigga women are lazy, and again, when you don't have that mindset to take care of your children, make sure they have a good mentality, a youthful mentality, an open-minded uh, uh, mindset where they want to accomplish more because you don't have that, then you're going to destroy your children. This is why, again, you have a lot of these black households for the children. You know, they don't really want to be at home. They don't want to be around their parents. They ain't talking about nothing. They're just out here. They're simple-minded. That is an old, stale mind. They're just mentally lazy, Exactly. Mental laziness exactly manifests into physical laziness. And that's those people with those old minds. You see, we black, we black, see, and we just black, and we just waiting for the Lord. We waiting on Jesus, and we black, and that's it, all that mental like stuff. Y'all tell, what y'all talking about, this mental like the man, Jesus is the Lord, and we black people, and we're going to get through the. That's that old nigga mentality, you see. Hopefully it's on its, well, I already know it's on its way out. You see, and they try to pass that mindset on into their children. They have that same simple-minded, uh, uh, um, do-nothing, you know, uh, 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 loser mentality. You see, they're the ones that shoot down anything that's about the evolution and the upliftment of our people. They're always going to be the black people are going to be the ones that shoot it down. And it's not because what we're saying is wrong. It's because they're wrong mentally. Mentally, they're off. Mentally, they've become old. They become old people who went ready for the damn grave, the mental graveyard, and yes, the physical graveyard. Yes, they are. That's what they become. And they want to bring that dead-ass energy around you. When they see you full of life, they want to bring that dead-ass black energy around you. They want to come around saying stuff, yeah, see, yeah, that mental like stuff y'all into. Yeah, see, Newbin, he, you know, he's saying, but he ain't saying nothing that nobody else ain't saying. You know, we all going to get to the next level. and when that That's that old dead energy, man. That's that old dead energy, man. That's all. And then when you ask them, well, who is this saying this? Who, who, uh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of us. A lot of us saying they can't never give you no real answer because with that, with that, why they say that, and they say things like that is to deflect from the message, deflect from the transmission. See, because they see the transmission extending you, whereas it's not extending them, and they can't figure out why it's not extending them. The reason why it's not extending them because because their minds are not youthful. They got dead minds. Don't just because these niggas sit around watching sports and playing video games. Those are old minds, man. 
there's so much more to do in the world and sit around and playing sports and playing video games. And Like I said, you see the activity of a lot of black people. They got the activity of a bunch of stale, stagnant, dead people. They don't do nothing with their life. They got the mindset of stag- slow and, stag- and stagnant people. You white people too, man. You Caucasians too. All you humans got this. They all got that dead mentality, man. Again, this is why y'all have no imagination. You don't really have any imagination, and therefore you have no real uh, 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 focus on no real life. You don't have that. You see? Because when you can't utilize logic, because, see, thinking keeps you young. Real thinking, real thought keeps you young. Believing makes you old. Thinking keeps you youthful. It keeps your mind processing thoughts, processing the possibilities and the probabilities of something and the actuality of what is to come. That's what keeps your mind youthful. Sitting around believing a bunch of old superstitions and an old bunch of Negro ways and all this other stuff, that's what's killing you niggas, man. That's what's keeping you eating pork and ham and all kind of bad foods, getting overweight, you see, just basically sitting and stuffing your damn self, consuming until you sit up here and pass out from a heart attack or die. You see, because when you got an old mind, you start acting like an old person. You start, you know, eventually mimicking the old person. You ever see these people? You might see your, you might see your family members. They all youthful. You remember them as being young and youthful and, you know, chipper and whatnot. Then some a point hit when they just get old on you. They just get old. They start sounding different. They start sounding like old people. They start talking slow. Think, oh, well, that's a natural thing in life. No, it's not. It's not a natural thing in life. That's them basically letting that old mentality sink into that that youthful that youthful mindset that they once had. They letting that old mentality because a lot of times that old mentality has always been lying dormant in them. That old nigger mentality. You see, yeah, we just here, we black, you know, and we go let's go get the COVID shot and we just gonna die. Basically, the beast loved those type of people. He loves the kind of people that he can lead around the old thinkers. Exactly, worn out, just tired. They're exactly on the death frequency. They love those kind of people, a bunch of zombies, see, because it's easy to move zombies around. Hmm? Notice, I want you all to notice something. Who was the most people that ran out here and got the goddamn COVID shot? Who was the people that most of the people that did? A lot of old people, right? These old Negroes. They ran out here and got the goddamn COVID shot. And you had a lot of these young niggas to follow, but it was a lot of these old Negroes that ran out here and got the COVID shot. Yeah, them upper room niggas, yeah. They all, them old niggas ran out here and got the shot. You know why? Because, like I said, that shot was just another sign or mark from the beast to basically let him know, let you know that he, he got you old niggas under control, man. He just leads y'all to a death march. Just lead them to a death mark. He already know he got the old niggas. He got them. He got them lock stocking, but he got them lock in lockstep. So he he was hoping to use the old niggas to influence the young ones, and a lot of you young ones got influenced by by the old ones. You see, Miss Pearl over there telling you, "Yo, you better go get your shot." Miss Pearl, you eighty years old, seventy years old, seventy five. What the hell you care about a COVID shot at this point? But you know what it is. Like I said. They old and stiff, and if you tell them don't do that, you know it's not good for you. They don't want to hear that because, like I said, the beast got them on the death talk, on a death trail. 
See, when you got an old mind, the beast, you see, the beast, along with programming you, see, he programs you to basically serve him, and then after you finish serving him, he programmed you to start dying, man. Because each day you served the beast, each day when you was in slavery, that was every day you, he was taken from your life, and you was dying. You was dying every day serving him, man. You was dying every day like being in a sentence on a damn chain gang somewhere. You was dying every day serving him, and he wanted you to always keep it in your mind that if you ain't, if your purpose ain't to serve him, then you might as well just go ahead and die. So when your niggas got them COVID shots, that was, that was you know, serving his purpose. And now you're on your way to death. You see? Like, that's all you niggas could do is serve the beast and die, man. That's all you niggas could do. I'm going to just say it just like that. You see? Don't sit your old asses down somewhere. But like I said, you niggas, you old niggas have been programmed to serve the beast and just die, man. You go to your goddamn slave job, get your little money, and hope that you get, hope you live old, get old enough to get your goddamn pension and your retirement fund and your 401k and then just die. You see? That's 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 basically all it is, and of course, of course, worship Jesus in the middle in the middle of in the middle passage. That's all that is. See, you know that that's that's you know why you sitting here why you sitting here getting old and dying and whatnot. What these beasts doing? They these Caucasians. They they all old and they sixty seven. Some of them, like I said, they got they trying to be vibrant. They trying to travel the world. They trying to do this, that, and the third, and do you know trying to be somewhat youthful in what they doing. You see, they more open minded than you are. You see. That's why they'll sit up here and they'll, they'll be the first ones to listen to mental like before black people will. You know why? Because the Caucasians, they more they got like again, they got that, you know, youthful but even though it borders on childish, but they got that youthful mentality. They're always open. Even if they clown it, even if they they'll sit and they will listen. They will sit and they will listen. Whether they like it or not, they'll sit and listen to something. Because that's just how they are. They are very inquisitive. You see? Especially when it's something that we doing that ain't got that ain't even got nothing to do with them. They're very inquisitive. A lot of white people listen to mental like radio because they're very open minded and inquisitive, and they like to keep what they think is an open mind. Again, you cannot have an open mind without a youthful imagination. You could, like I said, y'all all couldn't accept this. Notice you'll have. You, like y'all accept it, but then your mothers, your grandmothers, your you know your family members who basically ain't doing a damn thing with their life, but they got the nerve to talk about what we doing. They doing nothing, but we coming together as a community, so that's wrong. So again, that just goes to show you that that do nothing mentality is an old Negro mentality. You see. That do nothing mentality is an old uh, um, Negro mentality, and again, the and right now. When the beast, when you see a lot of these Negroes that so-called open-minded, the white man got some of them open-minded. The only time the white man usually opens your mind up to something, when it's basically something that's going to destroy you. That's the only time he opens your mind. He tells you to be open-minded when it's something that's going to destroy you. Something that's going to benefit him and something that's going to destroy you. Like you got a lot of you black men open up, open-minded to homosexuality and transgenderism and messing with trannies and all this other nonsense. And they're trying to shame you into dealing with trannies and, 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 and he, she's and whatnot. They real female. These are the only time they try to open you up to something so-called new. And a lot of y'all, y'all are open-minded when it comes to the so-called white man. He tells you to do something. You open-minded when it comes to that. When it's come to doing something, something demonic. Something degenerate. Y'all open-minded to that. 
That's the only time niggas are open-minded to anything, when it's when the so-called white man telling you something, and it's something demonic and degenerate. You see? And then you, then when you, like I said, then when you're dead somewhere, you're dying somewhere, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, I wish I didn't do that. And you wonder how you got into these things. You got into these things because he programmed you to get into these things, as he always does. You see? He don't want you to when you when you have a youthful imagination. He doesn't mean that you should have a youthful imagination when it comes to you thinking on your own. He wants you to have a youthful imagination when it comes to you processing his thoughts, processing his ideas. That's when he wants you to have be open minded. But when it comes to something like intellect, something that didn't come from him, oh, that's when oh this guy's a cult leader. Oh, he's trying to take you guys. No, all of a sudden he's concerned about y'all welfare. He's concerned about, you know, what you're doing with your money, what you're a part of. He don't care any other time. If it was Jesus or anything else or what he wants you to follow, then it's then it's good. If it's something that, you know, is coming from us, oh, you know, he's trying to do this, he's trying to do that. Because, see, he knows the power of our youthful imagination when we're in our right state. He knows the power of our youthful imagination. You look at a lot of those old, you look at a lot of those old ancient societies, you see all the rich colors in those ancient societies like Egypt, uh, uh, Sumeria, Mesopotamia, uh, uh, Mesoamerica. You see that, the rich colors, the reds and the blues and the orange and all these different colors, all these multiple colors. You do know that that represents youthfulness. Colors, multi-colors represent youthfulness. You see? That's why the white man always wants you to be into that Pan-African crap. You know, the Pan-African is nothing but blacks and browns and dirty army-looking greens, which is absent of the rich blues and reds and the yellows and the, and, and the orange, all the things that our people, you know, that are known for. Now the so-called homosexuals, they want to take over the multicolor, or what they call the rainbow. Because they know that the color denotes imagination. The color denotes uh, youthful imagination. What catches the eyes of the youth, the children? What catches the eyes of something that's multicolored, bright colors, blues, and different shades of blues, and reds, and, 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 and golds, and, and, and orange, and things like that? Colors. See, bl- old, old people stick with black and white. They stuck in black and white. Black and white, black and white. They stuck in that. You see? dim and dark they stuck in that why do you think if you look at a lot of all the unlimited epics and things like that all our books have multiple colors they show bronze people with an array of multiple colors bright colors blues and reds and yellows and what something you don't really see bronze people in the background of you always see them we they put in black behind us and darkness and this that and the third and it doesn't leave anything to the imagination you know colors together bring about a youthful imagery a youthful imagination that's why children when they see colorful things they gravitate toward it that's why children buy our books that's why they can't when they see our banners and our shirts and whatnot they can't help but to stop even the older ones with the youthful imagination they can't help but to stop because it's something they might remember in their childhood you know, or like I said, that goes back to our ancient societies. We use those colors because obviously our people had a youthful imagination. Then we had youthful images. We had youthful imagery. We were more creative back then. You see, we were more creative. 
But what did the so-called white man do? He wanted to cut our creativity. He wanted to cr- cut our youthful mindset, our youthful energy. Because, see, when he had us on the plantation, what do youthful people want to do? Youthful people, they don't want to stay on some, some place working all day. They want to move around. They want to think. They want to, you know, go and move freely. So by telling us that we had to stay and work and he going to tell us where we could go and where we can't go, basically treating you like prisoners, what are they doing? What are they doing? They acting as parents over you, telling you that they control your movement and your motion, and thus they cut away your youthful mentality. They cut away saying, this is how it's got to be. You're going to be like this. You you you, oh, you belong to me. They, this is what they put in your head because what that did was it cut away your youthful mindset, that your youthful mentality, that desire to want to or that want. And that need, or should I say that need to want to know more, to extend yourself. That's why the beast said you couldn't read. He didn't want you reading because he knew once you started reading, what does that do? That unlocks your imagination because that's what they had back then. Books at that time unlocked the imagination. They were more expressive because they didn't have television and radios and things. They had just books. So the beast didn't want you reading books because it made your mind go beyond the plantation. See, they wanted you like a bunch of old workhorses that just going to stay there and work and die and work until you die for them. And they sell you, do whatever they want, and they got you to fall for that. You see, the threat they use the threat of death or harming you that you would stay and work for them. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they getting to live whatever, live however they want to live. You see, and they still, and like I said, they still had to, you know, still had to do things. So you get your force, you didn't get, it's not bad, it's bad enough they had you serving them, but they had to degrade you as well, see, because this is the, how they get, they, this is how they got their kicks. This is how they got their degenerate youthful kicks off of doing that to you. Same way they still do it today, you see. They get off on telling you no when you ask them for stuff. They get off on you know you know when you asking for your rights they want to think that they could deny you something, and y'all let y'all still play this game. You let your end all be all of your life be based on what they tell you. They tell you no, you can't get a loan, or I guess you ain't gonna start your business. You ain't gonna find no other way to get money, or they tell you no, they ain't gonna deny you this money or whatever, deny you that. You, I guess you gonna sit around and wait on them. You don't find other alternatives and options because they taught you not to. They taught you to look to them. See, when you look beyond them, that's that youthful imagination coming in, and they don't want that. They don't never want you to have that youthful imagination again. That imagination, that imagery that sees forward into the future, that sees beyond them. They don't want you to have that. They want it. This is why they say they want to capture your imagination. You only want to capture something that's free. See, your imagination is free. That's the only thing that they didn't enslave. And you know, well, they got well, they did enslave it with the mass majority of so-called black people. They did enslave your imagery. Again, capturing your imagination is another way of saying capturing and taking hold of your mind. That's all. Capturing your imagination is taking hold of your mind. Basically, have you living on a, on a damn uh, living in a mental plantation? And notice, I'm gonna show you something funny. Y'all was um, in slavery. Was talking about oh, living on the plantation. I wonder what the world is like beyond the plantation. And you living on the plantation. Notice now, y'all got jobs for the so-called white man. What do you what do you what do you say about your jobs for the so-called white man? Oh, I gotta go to the plantation. 
I got to go into the plantation. Why is that plantation mindset still stuck in your head? Because he he put it there. Plantation mindset there. Because on the plantation, they bred a bunch of old niggas. They bred a bunch of old niggas. Unimaginative, no future having niggas. That's what they wanted to breed on the plantation. Your future is what they tell you the future is. You see? That's what the, that's the imagination. That's the image they wanted to put in your head. You see, when you have a youthful imagination, when you have an open mind, that scares them because they like, well, damn, who's putting all this in their minds? Who's getting my black people to think beyond what I programmed them to think? Who's getting them to th- who's telling them that they're not black? You see, that's why they had to stop us from stop calling us colored people. See, because colored, in, in all actuality, was more of a compliment to our people than an insult. Calling us colored people was more of a compliment than an insult. See, the insult was calling us black people. See, it was a compliment calling us colored people. Have nothing to do with each other. Two totally different things. Color denotes creativity. Denotes multi colors and things like that. Associates you with multi colors, and that lets you know obviously that the beast didn't see you as black people. Because he, how, how can he call you colored and then call you black? Two totally different things. See, he was referring to you as colored people, and that's the first thing he could think of because he looks at you and he sees you as a walking, uh, a walking body of creativity. That's really how the beast sees our people. They want to tell you, oh, you niggas, such and such. No, that's the idea he wants to program in your mind. He wants you to get you to believe that he sees you that way, but he doesn't see you that way. He really sees you as a walking body or an embodiment of creativity just in your just in the you know the color that pops off of your physical frame your hair everything about you is different from everybody else here so in that itself that creates imagination just looking at bronze people when you see our hair growing up in the air you see our different complexions and whatnot sheen talking just looking at us denotes imagery just looking at us denotes imagery See, looking at them, they don't denote no imagery. They just look all regular, plain, pale, dead-looking. There's nothing breathtaking about those people, nothing, especially when you see them up close. So when they see you and they see the richness of your complexion and your colors and, you know, your hair and things, like they see that, what is the first thing the white woman want to do? She want to touch your hair like you're a little girl. Like she she turns into a little girl. She want to touch your hair because she's amazed at how youthful you look. See, they look dead next to you. They always staring at you because they amazed when they see you. They looking at you. You a whole nother entity, a whole nother living being, a life form that carries these rich colors and complexions to you, different, and these and these hair and all that growing up in the air. Especially when you women wearing your hair, that just that makes them stare. They want to touch your hair. Hey, they done been around you for hundreds of years and whatnot, thousands of years, and they done been seeing your hair. They still want to touch you. They still mesmerized by your hair. You know what that is? Like I said, that's that youthful energy when that's going through you. Because if you notice, whenever you see bronze women wearing their hair natural, they look a lot younger. Notice that than when they put a perm in their hair. I always said that. When bronze women wear their hair with, with, and natural, and they, natural, they look a lot younger than Caucasian women. 
they'll be the same age, and you'll look way younger than Caucasian women. Y'all be the same weight, same, but when you put the perm in your hair, it makes you look older. That makes you look older. See, that's why they wanted you to perm your hair, so you can look all old and decrepit like them. That relaxes them when you look all old and decrepit, like you dying like they doing. Because you look look at them when they hit. They you can look at them as soon as they hit past twenty, twenty five years old, thirty years old. They look like they starting to die. You see, and they still seeing you, and they seeing that youthful energy in you, and they hate that. They hate that. They see that youthful energy in you. You see. They see that nice complexion, that nice skin that they wish they had, that they try to make fun of, but they really hating. You see, because that's youthful energy going throughout you. It's it's only till they turn you into a dumb bunch of black people. Because there's nothing worse than seeing a bunch of people that have been defeated mentally, a bunch of people who have had their thoughts violated, who've been violated mentally. It's nothing worse than seeing something like that. And that's the mass majority of you so-called black people. You've been violated mentally. That's why you think like old people. That's why when I say something like a, a, a community or something like that, y'all should, when I, when I say community, bronze people should be like, hell yeah, let's, they should be on board with that. That should excite you because... In a community, you would think there's going to be people who think it on a higher level, people who have a youthful imagination because they even come together and do something like that to want to interact with people who think on the same level, who think on a higher level like you. That should spark in you a youthful energy, the one to gravitate you toward that. So if you're not gravitated toward that, if you just want to be some old nigga just sitting around and you know still talking with a bunch of old niggas about nothing, you see, not talking about nothing more, not talking about the future, the children, nothing. Everything just looks black for you. Then that's because you don't you lost that youthful imagination. You lost that youthful energy in your thinking. All the elasticity is going out of your thinking. You see, because thoughts do carry elasticity, man. You see, you ever notice the difference? I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove it to you. You ever notice the difference between somebody? You, one person have an idea, another person have the same idea, and one person goes further with the idea. It has more and has more intricacies to the idea versus the other guy who just basically, you know, his they thoughts are dead. You know saying it's just like regular. It's just like, oh, okay, it's regular. You see, there's versatility to the thinking of that person versus the other one. They'll take a business all the way, whereas another person will take a business. They'll only go but so far with it. You see, because there's no elasticity in their thoughts. You see, that's the difference. There's no elasticity in their thoughts. See, I have elasticity in my thoughts. I'm very, my, my thoughts are very youthful. I have a very youthful imagination. That's why I can put out the work like I put it out. And it's like, you know, like I said, I never get tired. Even though I might get physically tired and I might want to rest, but I never get mentally tired. I don't mentally get tired of this because I always know that each step I'm taking is a step toward greatness, greater uh, uh, possibilities and while I'm taking my people. So I don't never get tired of that. That's, that takes a youthful mind. See, an old mind, one of them old nigger mentalities, one of them old nigger imaginations that, oh, okay, well, we're just going to make some money as much as we can. We're just going to come together. And, you know, that's it basically becomes a damn church con- congregation with niggas. You see, they still with Jesus. They use the old ways of thinking. They still applying the old ways of thinking. Again, thought 
independent thought, the use of logic and rational thinking, that's youthful. What's more youthful than having to use your mind to figure things out, to put things together? What's more youthful than that? As opposed to just believing what the so-called white man told you and leaving it at that. What's more youthful than that? You sitting around here, you ain't relying on him to do do your thinking for you. You actually hearing things, putting things together, figuring things out. You going to tell me that's not youthful? That's like how when you was a child, you was putting together erector sets. You was putting together puzzles. Remember when we were children, we played with puzzles. We played with erector sets. We put things together, train sets. You know why? Because we was imagining how it's going to be once we finished it, once we kept going. We, we, was, we loved the mental challenge. We loved the mental challenge. And that's what this thing is. And mental, like it's a mental challenge, man. Every day moving through this third dimension is a mental challenge. You see, every day we move through this mental, uh, this th- three-dimensional picture is a mental challenge, man. And a lot of you niggas just gave up. A lot of y'all niggas just gave up. That's why you still stuck in the two-dimensional world. A lot of y'all just gave up. You ain't trying to figure this thing out. You just, oh, I'm just going, you know, I'm just live my life. I'm going to just do what I do. And when the time comes for the Lord to call me, when Jesus call me, then I'm going to just go to my maker. See, we don't need them type of niggas with us. That's what you call the slow coaches. You don't need them niggas. You see? Them, oh, I'm just waiting for the upper them upper room ass niggas, like the Enron Sarah, them upper room niggas. They just waiting to die. They don't basically they basically outlive their usefulness. They don't basically serve the beast all this time and whatnot, and, and you know whatever. And now they just waiting for their 401k. You see, or their retirement fund. That's 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 all they waiting on. Or they waiting on a job. Or they waiting on an opportunity from the beast. A lot of these niggas in Hollywood talking about, yeah, see, you don't know when, when you get some opportunities presented to you. they always looking for opportunities from the so-called white man. Again, people with youthful minds create opportunities. They create them. They don't wait on opportunities from the so-called white man or any man. They create opportunities. You see? But what youthful minds do, they always thinking. You see, you must always be looking into the future. You must always be looking into the future and looking to extend yourself into the future, not not worrying about what nobody else got to say. You see, because that whole black thing that the beast got these Negroes in that two-dimensional frame of being black people, that whole two-dimensional frame is starting to dissipate. It's been decaying. You see, he puts you in that black frame to watch you die and serve him while you die. Old nigga mentality. What was the well, in the in the movie Django? In the movie Django, what did what did the guy what, what did the guy hate that much in Django? No, I'm gonna show you something. Just in the movie Django, that shows you even the white man knows. Cause Quentin Tarantino wrote the movie. The the guy the guy that um Samuel L. Jackson played uh, Stephen. What did he hate the most about the Django? 
He hated the fact that the Django wasn't no old coon ass nigga like him, some old slow coon coon ass nigga who basically basically decided that his life is serving the white man. The Django wanted to be free and he wanted to live like a man, and that bothered Stephen, the old nigga. You know, because what this young nigga doing is youthful. This young nigga doing trying to be free. What he doing? That's really what it is. You see, and that's that's a lot of the mindset of a lot of these old niggas. They don't want the youth to be free because they they never was free. They don't want the youth to be free. And I'm going to say, and, and, and it goes in reverse to a lot of the older people. So a lot of y'all still got the youthful imagination, and you might have children who got an old nigga mentality. And I've seen that. When the parents got a youthful mentality, and you got the children got old nigga mentalities. You gave birth to a bunch of old niggas, unfortunately. And they want you to be old niggas with them. You know, you distrust your own people. Oh, you know, you they we ain't gonna do nothing. And you know, it, it, uh, we I've seen these black organizations come up and they never work. They that's the mentality they talk on. You see, you give birth to a bunch of old-minded niggas, and you might just still you still have your youthful imagination. They try to shame you into having that youthful imagination and thinking that. Yes, we can come together. Yes, we can have a real community. Yes, we are the elect. Yes, we are the next. See, they don't think like that. See, that's too much for them. That's like a mental overload for these Negroes. You see, they so used to being a bunch of black slaves, a bunch of black two-dimensional slaves. Uh, you know, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. I'm going to smoke some weed. I'm going to drink some beer. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to go to bed, screw my wife, and then I'm going to go to bed and yell at my kids and, you know, take them out and whatnot. Duh, duh, duh. You see how the so-called black man is with his children and the so-called black woman? If that's not the epitome of death, I don't know what is. You know, you see these niggas, they got no life when they even come to the, being around their children. How many of y'all see that? It's just like they just going through the motions. They don't even really want to be parents. Again, when you when you start even having children, that's supposed to bring about that youthful imagination. You supposed to your children supposed to see a youthful imagination in you, and that's what really gets you to bond good with your children. When they see you have that mommy is has a genuine smile on her face, daddy got a genuine smile on her face. He's happy to see his children. They happy. They all working together. They, like I said, you see that versus a nigger and his and, and, and raising his uh, dragging up his little niggerette kids, niggerette kids, his little nigglets, just dragging them up. You see the difference. Difference in how people raise their children. Like I put on, um, like I put on my Facebook wall. I said, men and women they raise children. Males and females raise kids. You see. You could tell the youthful energy and the father how he be around, how he interacts with his children. You see how he interacts with his children, how mother interacts with their children, how it's all like like a big, big, big whole thing of youthful energy. You see. It's one big it's one big family, happy family of youthful people, healthy mental people who are mentally healthy, man. Not some old stale Negroes that's just dragging their kids up. You see? That you see that, that right like I said, you can't even talk to your children. You can't talk to them. They can't talk to you. You don't know what to talk about with them. They feel strange talking to you. You feel strange talking to them. You know why? Because neither one of you 
or one of you just may have that youthful mentality, and you might have tried to talk to your parent, you might try to talk to your mother, try to talk to your father, and they just they just really come off like a bunch of old niggas. When you try, you know, you trying to show them something, explain something to them, they just really come off like a bunch of old defeated niggas. All the elasticity going out of their thoughts. All the elasticity going out of their thinking. They're not even going to try and see where you're going with it logically because, see, when you're not used to thinking, you're not used to processing thought. It's just like anything. When there's no oil, I say, that's why he gave that uh, um, that um, analogy of the oil, right? Like in, uh, in the Bible with the oil. Right, that's the, they used to use the uh, corn and the oil and the wine and something like that. But the oil, they may reference the oil a lot because oil is what you use to lubricate things. Oil is what you use to lubricate things. So when you have that oil, you have that, you know, that elasticity of thoughts. You see, you have that elasticity of thoughts, and you start to move in a succession, a rapid succession, because you have that oil. And you're thinking, you have that elasticity, you have that open mind. You want to be that open receiver, you see, as opposed to those people who don't. Their minds are already closed. Their minds are already filled up. Their minds are already made up. And I feel sorry for people who give birth to children like that. I feel sorry for people who allow themselves to get like that. Because the entire black race, and I'm going to say it just like the entire black race, with the exception of those who are the elect who are going to come out of the black race, they are like that, the entire black race. Don't you know the people that come into the Republican intellect are people who who wanted to have that mindset jump-started again? They wanted to have something to look forward to. That's what you came here for. You should have came here for it because you was looking forward to something. You were looking forward to community, looking forward to collectiveness, looking forward to your family being a part of something, you being connected with something. Again, that sparks the youthful imagination, the youthful energy. Like when you tell, like I'm a good, good example. When you tell children, you know, you take them to the park, right? What do they want to do? You know, naturally, children are going to want to play with other children play with, they want to socialize, they want to communicate and whatnot, they want to, you know, uh, interact. There's nothing wrong with that, but even though you should have your children interacting with the right kind of children who, you know, you know their parents and they all, we all in the same community, but children naturally want to interact with other children for the most part, right? They naturally want to interact. That's the same mindset you should have when you come into this community. Not saying we children, but like I said, we have a youthful imagination and we meeting people that are thinking on the same wavelength we are. So of course that's gonna, you know, initiate that 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 um energy or that power of focus towards something greater. Of course that's gonna make us more youthfully charged. That we're meeting people who think like we do, people who want the same things we want. Of course that's gonna charge us up mentally. You see, and what happens when you become old mentally, these niggas, oh, I don't, don't want to be part of no organization. I don't want to be part of that. that that's a cult. I don't want to be part. I, I, I'm my own God. I'm my own, I'm, I'm my own, you know, such and such and such and such. Blah, blah, blah. That's their old nigga mentality. That old crab in the barrel mentality. And like I said, all black people for the most part have that, unfortunately. We'll be right back.
You know, even the fact that y'all listen to this broadcast every night denotes that you have a youthful imagination. Because, again, you can't, can you really picture old niggas listening to this, old-minded niggas listening to this? Think about that. That's the reason why you don't get black people listening to Mentelec Radio. And what do I always say? I said Mentelec is not for black people. It is not. That's why when black people ask me, you know, oh, well, Mentelec, you've been, what's your solution for us, for black people? What you think the solution? Nothing. Nothing. How are you going to have a solution for people who, have, who think like old people, who think like old slaves, a bunch of old Negroes? How are you going to have that when they think that freedom or so-called freedom is going to come by them getting money and material things? That's that old nigga mentality, man. You see, trinkets and charms. You see, they don't see the power, nor do they get the, you know, Imagery and the power of collectivism. They don't get that. That's what forms your bigger images when you see people coming together collectively, people who are trying to complete a puzzle or a picture. This is what forms that youthful energy, that imagination that springs forward. That's how it forms. When you got people sitting around, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want, yeah, I'm on, I don't know about all that. Like I said, they ain't listening to this. Hearing me talking about the fourth dimension and the future and mental powers, telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, black people don't want to hear that. That's too much for black people. Black people got an old-ass mentality. In order for you to receive that kind of transmission and connect to that, you have to have a youthful imagination. You have to have elasticity in your thoughts to even see yourself in that level, to see yourself that far ahead to receive that. And thus, you start seeing the path toward it. It becomes real to you. The more and more you see it, the more and more your sensory picks it up. When you hear this transmission, you start to connect to that. And that starts that youthful journey taking place because, you know, what do youthful people do? Youthful people are known to, you know, venture out into the world. They venture out, you see. But we're venturing out not into this three-dimensional realm. We're venturing out into the fourth dimension. We're venturing toward that. We're venturing forward through this three-dimensional world. See, a lot of these people who venture out into this world, they want to be still in this three-dimensional world, and they want to, you know, think that they're doing something by, you know, being part of this and, you know, wanting to go and, you know, connect the people, place them in possession possession in this three-dimensional realm. But the true power comes from, that youthful image of moving through this towards something greater. That's the youthful energy. That's the youthful imagination. That's the youthful imagination, not sitting up here trying to, you know, sitting up here, oh, well, you know, we, we black and, you know, it's just, it's just how it is and we got Jesus in our lives and, you know, and, and Jesus is standing over us and Jesus is this, that, and the third and blah, 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 and, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, your sister come home, she pregnant from some unknown nigga, or, you, you know, your, your brother found your cousin a faggot or something weird, or the weirdo, basically a bunch of, you know, niggas, niggas get, niggas get circumstances heaped upon them. Again, this is how you know when people are moving with a youthful mindset versus people who are just basically being pulled along as old niggas. In other words, you ever notice how black people, things just get sprung on black people. Things just get sprung on you. Like this COVID vaccine, they just sprung that on you niggas. Yeah, y'all got to take that, y'all, because y'all at risk. They just first start off with the Asian, then now you niggas got it. And they just, the white men just springing on you, yeah, you niggas got to do this. And they know these old-minded niggas who don't really do much thinking about it, they're going to just go ahead and do it. 
You see, this is why he always wants to install that old slave mentality in you, because he knows you'll follow like an obedient dog. He knows you ain't going to think about it. He knows that. You see? He knows you ain't going to think about it. He just You're just going to do it. You know, that's the old slave mentality. The old slave obeys. The old slave obeys. All the old slave knows is Jesus, you know, uh, going to work, working real hard. You know, getting your paycheck, blowing it, and you know, and then doing it all over again. Anything beyond that? Oh, that ain't real. Oh, that what that that cult? And they don't even call it a cult because that's the, what the white man taught them to call this. Anything that's beyond what the white man, anything that's beyond what the white man taught black people to follow, that's some cult. Or you know, oh, it's some scam. Or you see, because they don't want you to think beyond them. You see, they know the power of our people thinking collectively together and looking forward to the future. They know that because that means we can actually shift this present-day world. We can shift this. We can shift this because when I talk, if I talked about this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like I said, people wouldn't have seen this as possible. Now more and more people are seeing this being possible. We are the shifters. We are the shape-shifters. We are the dimension shifters because we have the most active imagination when we are in our right state of mind. When we're not in our right state of mind, you see black people. You see, you see black people. When we not in the, when you're not in your right state of mind, you see what you call black people, they're, and they're the ones that's going to work against you. That's again, that's how you know black people and bright people are different. You know, you're seeing the difference right now. The, between the bright and the black. If you thought it was the same, then you would think you would see the so-called black people trying to work in, in alignment with this evolution. But obviously, Amin didn't choose the so-called black race because they belong to the beast. They are thoroughly under their control. They're in that two-dimensional mind frame. And that's what keeps them becoming old. Like I said, they having children that are born old. They got children who are born old. Like, for example, when you got a, when you got a mother who don't mind getting in the kitchen and cooking healthy meals for her family, for her children, for a man, her husband, whatever. When you got a mother and a family that receives that and are happy with that and, you know, receives that love and care that the mother puts into the food and she cares about going to good markets and getting healthy food, that's a sign of that youthful energy because, you know, you got women who, you know, they find it a pleasure in cooking good foods and things like that, seasoning the food and making sure their family eating healthy and things like that and taking care of their family because that's a youthful mindset. Female who, who she going to send your ass to the Chinese restaurant or to McDonald's. No, nigga, go and get, y'all, y'all go get y'all some Chinese food. Or y'all go to McDonald's or go across the street to the Arab store and get a goddamn hero. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the old mentality. That's the old nigga mentality. She don't care what you eat, as long as your stomach fills up and you out of her goddamn face. That's the old nigga mentality because they ain't got to deal with you. When you are actively engaged in your children's education and you are educating them or you are putting together a curriculum for, your edu- for the education of your children, that's a youthful mindset. That's a youth men- youthful mentality. That's not a lazy nigga mentality that's going to hand your children over to the damn cave, to the cave people, hand them over to the Caucasians, to the humans. To, de- to to destroy their minds because you don't want to be bothered. You see, see, youthful is a youthful a youthful imagination. A youthful energy is a is a, a is a energy that wants to 
you know, constantly go forward is a healthy energy. It's not a lazy one. See, the, the old mentality is a lazy one. Just want to sit around and wait to see what white people do for you. They just basically being moved like furniture through time. They being moved around. They ain't moving themselves. They being moved around. You being animated by animated people. You being moved around and animated by animated people. You see? You ain't encouraged to do nothing for your family because, again, that denotes liveliness. You see? When women are together in a real sisterhood, that denotes a youthful mentality. You know, because it was a time when, when, when you know, when you were young children and, you know, you, you know, you met up with other friends and whatnot, uh, other young women, young men, y'all, met up, y'all formed some kind of bond or friendship or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it was youthful, it was young and whatnot. So, again, you're looking to recapture that. You're looking to recapture that youthful essence and, you know, connection toward each other. Where there was no adulterated thoughts, you you mistrusting this person, they ain't trusting you, they they acting like niggas, and you y'all acting, everybody acting all funny style and whatnot, you know, everybody being all disagreeable, you know. See, that's that old black mentality, that's that old crab in the barrel mentality, and usually, you have family members and people breed that in you. You see, they want to breed the old black mentality in you, but I'm gonna tell you something. Notice. They put their best foot forward when the so-called white white person in their face. You ever see these old niggas? They'll be all old and decrepit, and their energy be dead when they talking to their family or talking to one of their own kind. But when a white person come around, they, they energy pep up. They are, hey, sir, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. They, they energy pep right up. You see them, especially if these old niggerses and these old niggas got a job at the airport or a job at the um, DM. They got all the smiles in the world for Caucasian people, and they all pepped up like they day done been made and whatnot. When they come talking to you, it's that dead black nigger energy. Tell me I'm wrong. They come alive when they talking to white people. You, you ever see them? They come alive. When they come to you, they 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 got an attitude. Oh, you know how long you gonna take and whatnot. Uh, when a white person, they smile and all in their face. Okay, no no problem. They on point when they come to talking to whitey, because that's that old slave mentality. Calls. Nine one nine, you're on the air. Is that this order? Can you hear me clear? Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, another thing when you speak about that. Ghetto black mother mentality. I never forget in college I had a roommate. Uh, he said his mother told him, uh, coming out the gate, you got two strikes against you. You uh, black and you a male. So that's already putting limitations on the mental uh, elasticity on your mind. Uh, that's all I wanted to really say. Have you heard him say that that uh, terminology for that you? Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. You see, that's. That. I heard I heard black females say that before them old black females and see they're they're taught they're taught this by you know b- b- because of their interaction with Caucasian people and they think that they're telling their children something good by telling them that 
But when in all actuality, they're creating limitations and they're putting boundaries around their children, make them think less of themselves. They think they're helping, but they're thinking less. They're helping their children think less of themselves. Instead of saying, like, look, that's what these people think of you, but the hell with what these people think about you. This is what you should think of yourself. This is how you should always view yourself and how you should project yourself to be. That's what removes the limitations and the, and the, you know, and the, uh, Shackles, but like a lot of these so-called black people, with their children, they want they want to put shackles on their children's minds, and, and make them and keep them being black like them. Uh-huh. And I also seen it too that how uh, it was this young man. He uh, you know how they see bronze children, they don't say nothing to them. But then when they see these little white puppies, they they got all the energy in the world, like you said, and like they want to. How you doing? Talking to them and. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to the other bronze children, they ain't got nothing to say to them. No. That slave mentality. Yeah. Got a lot of, lot of, listen, you got a lot of slaves that are off the slave plantation still walking around. You've got a lot of niggas who, 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 if the white man came out and told niggas they got to go back to the plantation and whatnot now, a lot of these niggas ain't fighting. They're going to go right back. They're going to go right head right back onto the nearest plantation. All right? All right. So please know that they're going to head right back to the latest plantation, the nearest plantation, as long as they can get their food, as long as they can get their clothing, they'll go right back to the plantation. You see, that's why they stay on welfare. That's why they stay on the elite thing, because that's nothing but an extension of the plantation. Although it's public assistance, that's nothing but an extension of the plantation. That's all. The master feeding you, the master t- uh, telling you when you're going to get your food, your rations, all that's prison talk slash plantation talk slash creating that old nigga mentality uh, 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 thinking, depending on the beast. All right? All right. You can put me all back right. on you. I'm still listening. All right. Inside. All right. Let's go. All right. Take another call. 972. Good evening, sir. Yes, good evening. Um, I just wanted to um, let you know that, uh, in short, in my opinion, you're you're like you're actually the greatest teacher on this planet Earth, and I just want to give I just want to acknowledge that to you. All right. So why you ain't following me then? I'm working on my um, my discipline. Uh, I, I don't want to hear that. I see that you first. Get your, get, okay. you, you work, how you work on your discipline is stop doing what you're doing. Whatever you're not doing, stop doing that. Because when you say you're just working on something, that means you're never going to get it accomplished in what you're trying to work toward. Just stop doing it. We're we starting to get with the instantaneous stuff. You know, uh, people working on things, you got to speed it up. But I thank you for that compliment, though. For sure. For sure. Um, I have... I have- Three children. I have full custody of two daughters, so um, I know we eventually like we gotta join join your community. I don't I don't think that there's no other community that that can compare to uh, to the Republic of Mentalist. So I, I I hear what you say. I'm gonna do my I gotta do my best. You, th- you sound like a black that. person now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You sound like an old nigger now. Okay. You sound like an old nigger. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, okay, uh, that's understood. The old niggas I, allowed I don't know now. what else to say to you. All right, I, I, I understand. No, I'm not disrespecting you. I mean, disrespect you, but come on, admit it. You know right. you sound like an old nigga now, right? 
Yeah, I, I acknowledge it. That's why I said I have nothing to say. I mean, you're correct on that, you know, but I don't know what else to say besides I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher on this earth, and, you know, there's no community that can compare to yours. And now I want to join with my with my children. At least, you know, they're still young, so I, I definitely want them to learn the truth about our existence and everything else. So it's my priority. I, I guess I don't know what else to say, but because I, I can't try, as you said, you know, so. I don't know what else old to say, niggas, but I'm old niggas, old people with the old nigga mentality always trying. The old niggas always got an excuse. Oh, I'm not disciplined. I don't know what you're doing is right. See, that's the youthful part of you saying. You see, the youthful part of you, your mind knows that this is right and exact and that this is righteous. But the old nigga part of you is like, oh, but I ain't got my discipline together and all that. Well, man, you know, like I said, you got to let that old nigga and you die, brother. Right. I understand. All right. Kill that right, old nigga thanks. tonight. Put that old nigga to death tonight. For sure. All right. I will. All, All right, right brother. Uh huh. All right. Four seven zero. Menzak Menzo, Emir Scott Menzak. Menzak. This is just like in the first of all, the topic is uh, both brilliant and continuous because, like, when you deal with the useful nature of you're thinking no matter how, you know, grown you get, you know, like even if you have a business endeavor or an invention idea, all these things are considered your baby because it took all these fresh, useful, vibrant, colorful thoughts that went all into it and, and, you know, your passion and all this, all this new next thinking, you know what I mean? And it's just like when you say uh, it could be, a, a, you know, an art project uh, a song idea, whatever you're doing, a movie idea, whatever, they're all considered your baby. Like even intellect, that you know that that was your baby, and now it's it's everybody's baby, and now it's about to be like you know grown out here and really superimposing on the whole entire planet. But it started as a seed of thought, and it became that baby, that that new, that fresh new baby. But that was just all. That was just all I had. Okay. Thanks for the brilliant, thought. brilliant uh, topic. Thank you. Thank you. Minzak. 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 All right. We're gonna take another little pause for the cause. Another little break. Uh, we'll be right back.
gonna say something. Even a lot of these niggas that they look up to, a lot of these uh, boule negroes, all these niggas with money like your P Diddy's and your Jay Z's and all these people you look up to, all the ones the white man throw in your face. These niggas are played out, man, for real. They just like some old, ridiculous niggas, man. That just got just got some paper, you know, paper. But they, you know, if you look at them, I, like I get nothing from them. Like you know, you still got people that's blown away by Jay Z and Beyonce and Diddy and all these people, and and the beast try to put these people out to for you to look up to and marvel at. But it's nothing to marvel at. They look like a bunch. They, they, they just like these old boule niggas. They really are nothing but the old boule niggas rewashed. They them same old niggas. Oh, we black. The white men gave us opportunities. So we ready to bend over and grab our ankles and get on our knees like them old niggas was in the day. So it's the same niggas they putting back in your face when they tell you Oprah's and all of them that's successful, your Tyler Perry's. They some bunch of old, played-out niggas. That's why I can't watch none of their stuff no more. I can't watch none of their stuff on TV because it got that same old nigga message, man. They got that same old black message, the whole black message, the whole black so-called culture, some old, played-out nigga nonsense. No kind of youthful imagination to it, no elasticity to it, no extension of thought to it. Just played out a bunch of old, played-out niggas. Even when you walk out in the street and you look at the average black person, they're like a bunch of old, played-out niggas, man. You see? That's all they look like because the beast done sucked the life out of them, man. They don't suck the life out of them. They don't suck the energy out of you. Like I said, you look at black, they can't, black people can't even make good music no more. They barely can make good music anymore. You see? Just everything about them, like I said, even the white man know it's pretty much over. Because like I said, they don't come up, they don't took over your black, your, your black, uh, uh, your black history month. But LGBT, see, that's really why the white man come with the LGBT and the rainbow. See, because the rainbow the multiple colors in the rainbow, that's imaginative. And he knows that the rainbow is going to attract people. Even if you're not a faggot or a lesbian, you see, you're, going, you're still going to be attracted by that rainbow because we just colored. So really, in all actuality, who they really trying to attract to you so-called black people because you black people, so-called black people are, you know, the most open-minded ones, the imaginative ones attracted to colors, multiple colors. You see, like a lot of people are. But they're trying to attract you because they bring in the multiple colors to replace the black. You see, the the rainbow, the multiple colors, is replacing the black. That's why they're using Black Lives Matter to really push lesbian and homosexual agendas. They was out here in the so and, and out here in these neighborhoods uh, trying to. Uh, they was and you had these so-called black females out here talking about black power this and black power that, and they was giving out flyers. Guess what they was promoting? I kid you not. They was promoting uh uh they was promoting uh uh self defense classes for, for um for faggots and lesbians. But they was using the whole black power thing as a as a cover. You see how they use the whole black thing? Because that's what really them showing you that the whole black thing is dead. The white man don't milked it for what he can milk it for. Now it's all about LGBT and the rainbow because the rainbow denotes some kind of color. And you have a lot of people again drawn to the rainbow. I'm gonna do a broadcast on that. How they sucking the black people into the rainbow? That's why a lot of you niggas will go down to the go down to a uh, LGBT march or a gay parade, and you'll be standing around talking about you ain't gay, but you standing around. What the hell are you standing around there for? Because they got you niggas curious. Because the rainbow is a connector, man. Our people are connected to the multi multicolor, man. You see, 
beast give you the multiple colors, he gonna sit up here, he gonna sit up here, and it's gonna be something degenerate, of course. You see, they when you see they they always putting the flamboyant niggas out there. They always putting the flamboyant niggas out there, or the dykes got to be like extra hard. They got to be over the top with it because again, they use that as a form of that attention. That look at me. Remember I said that. That's what the, they. That's what the youth. Why they wear weird hairstyles, all the funny hair and the perms, all that stupid stuff on their head, and all the funny hairstyles these guys wearing, dressing and wearing skinny jeans and tattooing themselves. It's that look at me culture, man. And now they're going to get into the rainbow and get you to look at them even more now. I see young guys who I, I don't even think these niggas are gay, but they just acting like they're gay, wearing pink and shit, all these different colors. Because, again, the color spectrum is what attracts our people. That's, you know, tr- you know, trying to connect to that youthfulness and that, you know. So that attracts them. You see, the black thing don't attract them no more. You know how how much how long you gonna keep hearing about civil rights and you came from Africa and yeah you know Egypt is, and Kemet we don't heard that all the death already so it's not it's not offering nothing next to our people it ain't even offering nothing new to our people you see it ain't offering damn sure ain't offering nothing next this guy Claude Anderson gonna talk about oh how black people ain't gonna get down with no powernomics look man. In order for black people to get down with anything financial, their minds have to be into that youthful state, man. You can't teach a whole bunch of old black dogs new tricks, man. They're used to not trusting each other. They're used to being having a nigger mentality. They're used to talking down on each other. They're used to having that crab in the barrel dead energy around each other. They're used to that, man. And that's all these niggas are that they put in your face that y'all look up to. Every five minutes they turn around, they got some negativity to say because they're getting that negativity straight from the beast. They all, all these niggas are tired, man. All of them, even the ones that they, they want you to look up to. These niggas is all tired, man. When I hear them talking, I hear anything talking about these niggas, I just turn it off, man. I don't want to hear nothing from them. When I see any movies from them, I don't even want to see it, man. I don't even know why I still got cable. I don't even know why I still got cable TV. I don't even watch that shit. I don't watch that. It's played out. The white man played out and the black man played out. So they trying to push the rainbow man. They see because they, they feel like that'll capture your imagination somewhat. You see, you ain't got to be a sodomite. You said you just got to be open to being a sodomite. That's really what they want. They, like, they basically said you ain't got to be a faggot or a lesbian. You just got to be open to the idea and be accepting of it because the rainbow is what gets you. The whole color thing gets you. That's in the world, and they want you to accept that because they know you ain't got nothing else that is that you could look forward to. Don't, what we got is mental life. We got almond to look forward to. We don't need no rainbow flag. We don't need no rainbow. We don't need no new enlightenment. We got all the enlightenment uh, and then some and enlightenment. Now we get enlightenment. We don't need no enlightenment from the fucking white man. Excuse my language. We don't need none of his fake enlightenment, which basically gonna have you being a damn faggot or a weirdo. You see, that's all, right? So keep that in mind. And I'm going to even say it with them guys, you guys that copied me, New Brighton, I understand why you copied me. I understand why you and Zarea's Nuclear, I know why you niggas copied me. I get it. I get why you and Nick Jackson, y'all copied me. Because without mental health, you niggas would be, y'all y'all would be pretty much dead. Y'all, y'all already know the reality is y'all part of the black race. You part of the dead already, man. Y'all trying to get life off of mental health. 
like a lot of people, mental like dumb brought a lot of people done breathed a lot a lot of a new life or next life into a lot of dead people, man. You starting to hear a lot of people talking about intellect and the fourth dimension and and uh, upper dimensions and the fourth dimension and all this other stuff. They wasn't talking like that before. All that come from me. All that came through mental life. All that come from our ascendants that they talking because that's the only place life is. So we breathe life into a lot of these niggas who would have been dead already. Dead and stinking. You see? And then, like I said, then they talk crap after they get from us. But anyway, anyway. Let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Does the youthful imagination add elasticity to your thoughts? Yes, it does. Because again, that's a, a form of extension, open-mindedness. Why does youth? Why do? Why? Why does youth do this? Because again, youth is where you have an open mind to accept things or be open to, you know, look into things and think about things when you are younger, as opposed to when you get older. Can old thinking minds? Can old thinking minds do this? No, they cannot. They can't. They already set around a certain program or what the so-called white man program for them to think, and that's it. He programs old people, people who are set in their thought and their way of thinking. Is the youthful mind an active one? Yes, it is. But it's supposed to be focused on the right things, and that's futuristic and collective future future connect, future uh, connections uh, with us as one. Do you do do you have to be young to have a youthful mind? No, because there's a lot of Old, younger people that got the minds of old people. A lot of you niggas sitting around smoking weed. You get up, smoke weed in the morning. You ain't doing standing around in the corner and whatnot, getting dressed. You niggas get dressed to go stand on the corner and smoke weed all day. That that that's the old them old that's old nigga mentality. Some old, all them old niggas used to do that. They used to get up, get dressed, go stand on the corner and drink wine. Now you niggas get get dressed, get get stand on the corner and smoke weed. And old niggas standing in the old niggas spots that died. So it's still the same old dead energy. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust. And Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Menkares. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Mm-hmm.